0: Hi, I'm Casey Waters, alongside my co-host, Carly Blanchett, and this is Tending the Garden Podcast. We really don't know where this is going to go. Um, Carly and I met a while back, um, and we just had really good conversations that, that helped me grow as a person, see things from a different perspective, and I really felt weight off my shoulders, um, just struggling with some, some things internally. And Carly and I, over the years, have, have had conversation and, and recently just thought, hey, maybe, maybe we should record this and, and allow the public to hear it in the hopes of you taking something from this um or feeling like you have a place or have people that that talk about these problems openly or feelings openly and and yeah we hope you enjoy carly and i met a while back it's it's kind of a crazy story she was talking to my best friend roscoe johnson and we were playing this trip to bali and and roscoe all of a sudden was like hey i've of a girl that's going to come with, and her name's Carly, and and I never met her at the time, and yeah, so we sent it halfway across the world to Indonesia with with somebody I I didn't know, and I and I had no idea where that that friendship was going to what was going to morph into, and and here we are hosting a podcast together. Um, so I couldn't be more grateful for for Roscoe for introducing us and, and Carly for being the type of person she is and helping me throughout throughout life and helping me grow as a person and, and pushing pushing me. Yeah, Carly, you want to kind of talk about your your take with me and, and how we met and your kind of story.
1: Yeah, for sure. I met you uh, on the way to the airport, actually, to the Chicago airport to fly to Taipei, and then fly to Bali, Indonesia. I remember that you were Roscoe's best friend. And I was like a little bit, not nervous, but I I obviously wanted you to like me because <laughs> Roscoe and I were like, you know, getting kind of not serious, but we probably were about to enter a relationship, which we did. But I just remember you getting in the car and it was like this feeling like immediately like it was comfortable, you know, when people are around you and you can like feel their energy, like if it's... Yeah. It's gonna like work with yours or not work with yours. My initial feeling was pretty good, so that was a good sign. If I was going to travel with you for like almost a month on the other side of the world, and I mean that whole day was a trip in itself. Like just getting to Bali yeah. was.
0: Now, like, now that you're talking about it, it's it's reminding me where. Yeah. And and the first thing I said of you is is the music taste. I was like, oh yeah, and, that, and yeah. that's and that's such a big thing for me where it's like I want to know someone's music taste, and and I, for me, I kind of like. Thin slice the person and be like okay I'm, I'm dissecting I'm like, like yeah like this type of music and and when we saw eye to eye with that I was like okay I I like her she she passed she passed the first test um, yeah
1: that's so funny because that's how I am too which is not surprising because we've we've come to know that we're like the same person
0: exactly yeah um, no that that day was a trip I remember we were, we were driving from we go from East Lansing where where do we leave from East yeah Lansing? so
1: Roscoe got a flat tire in yeah. East Lansing and we were supposed to drive to grand rapids i think to get you
0: yeah i think wait, wait i was i was in indianapolis member and i just and you
1: were driving back oh yeah, yeah. yeah
0: and i just finished the day i finished my internship i sent it up and, and sent it to bali and so i think we yeah. we met somewhere say, yeah somewhere, somewhere on, in between from east
1: lansing to chicago and then indianapolis like to grand rapids we met like at a point somewhere in there yeah and we were like pushing the time like i didn't think we were gonna make it to the airport and then remember when we were like almost to chicago we got stuck in traffic yes
0: it was, it was that what well, there's four lanes and in the far left lane was was blocked off so it was, yeah. it was an individual lane and and a car broke down in that individual lane so we couldn't move for how yeah. long were we stuck in, oh, I don't
1: know. It track. was at least like 45 minutes.
0: Yeah, at least 40. And, and we're sweating. We're trying to make make our flight to, to Taipei. So I'm making calls to, to people I know in the Chicago in area. Chicago, so yeah. They can they can drop us off. We originally planned to, to drop off the car at, at my friend's that's um, north of Chicago. And we figured we wouldn't have the time to drive all the way up there and get an Uber back to O'Hare. So we we're making calls to, to my friend that goes to school there, Austin McKellar. And and I was like, "Hey, like we got this crazy thing. Like we're stuck in traffic. We might like, miss our flight to Indonesia. Can you help us out?" And and he was grateful enough to. I'm grateful for him. He was took the time to drive out of his way, pick us up, and and drop us off at the airport, and then and yeah, then I drop, forgot about that. Yeah, That's and then crazy. drop our car off at our, at our friends. Yeah. So it was that whole day was was crazy. The the first day. We oh really my gosh,
1: it was insane! Like that was the whole trip in itself, and then we got to the Chicago airport to get on a 14 hour flight.
0: Yes, yes, that was yeah that. Yeah, so that's that's how we we originally met, and then and then we sent it across across the world, and and slowly through that that journey with with Carly and Roscoe, I yeah started to, to pick up on Carly's tendencies, and she made me feel really comfortable.
1: Ooh, we were also I had just bought the subtle art of not giving a fuck.
0: Yes, you did by Mark
1: Manson, and because I just graduated uh, college, and so I was finally able to like leisurely read books. And I remember I bought that and another book and Roscoe was at my house when it came in the mail and he was like, Oh, I want to read that. And I was like, yeah, you can read it first. Cause I have this other book and he took it to Bali. And then I just remember like in the Uber on the plane, like all three of us were reading this book. Yes. And I think that was another huge part about like the bonding that we had was because we read this book that was so life-changing like at the time, especially. Yes, yes. And, we, and we were like on the other side of the world. And so like all of these things put together, like, I just, I'll remember that forever.
0: Like- yeah, that was, that was a trip that that changed all of us. And and you're right, that bond over that book where we, this really made us, it changed our perspective on how we looked at life. And then we would talk about it and dissect it even in even more detail. And and I think that was that the start of the relationship that really builded that that space of, of I'm trying to think space of comfort and, and, and where you really, we all just wanted the best of each other. And, and we really felt that support and, and that, yeah. And we just felt comfortable opening up and and pushing each other to, to look at things differently and and attack things in a different way. I remember
1: you were reading that you read some of the, some of the book in a Uber ride or something. And I knew I like already liked you as a person, obviously. And we were like almost forced into bonding and like, you know trusting each other and relying on each other because of you know the context of the situation being in Indonesia yes you I remember you were reading some of the chapters and you sounded how I sound like when I read something and I like question it and I like want people to have a different perspective and I want people to look at things from a different angle and I just remember that moment was like another thing that just like added on like holy shit this kid's awesome (laughs) you know he's like doing the same thing I would do and he's pushing me to be a better person. Like it's yep. not just me pushing other people to be better. It's like I'm also getting that in return.
0: I appreciate that and that's and that's what you did for me too and, and continue continue to do for me to this day. Yeah and, and continue on that trip we we were in Bali and then um when we went to Gili T an island off of Indonesia, that was really like the 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 defining moment of like okay, she's in my life forever for the better you're you're a lifetime friend. It's not just it's not just my best friend's girlfriend that I feel like I have to, you know I mean, be civil yeah. with. and. and yeah, yeah. But it, it, it was that snap of a moment where I was like, this is my life. This is my person that is going to be with me every day, pushing me to be better, and, and I'm going to do the same for her. And it was that um, that one night where we were on the Gili Tee Island, and it's, really, it's a really big party island. And, and we found ourselves on the south end of the island sitting in the sand for four hours talking about life and in our dreams and aspirations and, and really dissecting what we wanted to get out of life. And I think that was really the defining moment for Roscoe, you and I, where it's like, we're different. We're, we're kind of like, it's, it's that different mindset. And, and, and I finally found people that, that really gravitated towards that and, and like to talk about it and, and really created that environment. And I think that was really the life-changing moment for me with, with you and our relationship and, and also Roscoe.
1: Yeah, for sure. That 4 hours on the beach in the dark away from all of the party crowd and all of that stuff was literally like beyond like the whole trip to Bali in general, like that specific time was again life-changing. Like I think that that was when I realized like like you said, like there are other people out there that I really do connect with, not even just like on a on a romantic or intimate level like what like I had with Roscoe but like there's also like you like a friendship and like to bring all of those together like all three of us just like had this crazy bond that I did I don't even know how to explain yeah like, it was just us three like I think that's why too it was because there was no other like factors no other people and like no other energy so it was like just us three and it just fit so well
0: yeah, it, it, We all just meshed, meshed perfectly. And, and from there, we, we saw how important it is to, to have that kind of environment where people are pushing you to, to be better. And, and, and I feel like I can come to you and Roscoe for anything now where I'm struggling with something. It's like, first person, I'm calling Carly. and And, and, yeah. and it's kind of that... That's where that foundation was built. And I think it's a testament to you and Roscoe, because you have you have that type of personality where it's like, I feel comfortable. It's, it's, I feel, I feel accepted. I feel like I can be myself and I don't have to put up these walls and, and, and kind of act and dance around um certain mm-hmm. certain topics. And yeah, and I think that four four hours on the Gilly T coast was was really the kind of like the stamping on the the package. It was, it was kind of like the the solidifying moment where like, this is a forever partnership, forever friendship. That that is going to push me to be a better version of myself.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, that whole thing was just crazy, and I am grateful grateful for it every single day.
0: Yeah. So that that was kind of like yeah how we met, and then we we enjoyed our what were we three weeks there, not not yeah. Gili T, but in Indonesia, and then and yeah, then-
1: and Gili T was right at the end, and so like you said, it was kind of like the stamp on everything. Like this was for real. Like and this is not just because we're in Indonesia. This is like
0: for life. For life. Yeah. And it's no matter what, if, if you're in Atlanta and I'm in Grand Rapids and uh, you're who I'm calling it, I still feel that, that, yeah. that, that environment. So um, yeah. and it kind of that Gilly led to this friendship that we have now of, of like I've stated a couple of times, but, but when I'm really struggling with something or I'm trying to overcome or I want to vent to somebody, it's kind of Carly is that person for me. And, where I, I can call her and, and when I'm done talking to her, it's like, wow, I feel such a relief. Like I feel like a weight's off my shoulders. I feel like I can do anything and attack anything. And so, yeah, we, we realized through our talks that, that this weight that sometimes is self put on you, but, but this weight that, that gets built up, built up, built up, and, and people try to internalize it, but really having that environment where it's like, oh, I can just let it go, I can, I can let it off my chest, it just feels so much lighter. So so that's where Carly and I kind of led into this podcast where it's like, we want to create this environment where people feel accepted, where people feel like they can open up about what they're struggling with or or at least listen to people open up or listen to Carly and I open up about the things we're struggling with and and, and that it's okay and that it's that's cool. And, and I think society recently has put this stigma on that you can't open up, that everyone's happy, that everyone... I, in social media i think does that it's 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 this highlight reel that that everyone thinks they're happy all the time but but we go through things we're human and and that's what carly and i she created for me and we created together and that's what we want to give to you guys as listeners where you feel like it's a very raw transparent podcast and you and you can feel that and 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 you feel comfortable and you and you feel like you're you're a part of something that that you you've always needed so through those talks, we, the last couple of times we've, we've always related our problems back to um, what we call tending the garden, which is where we got our, our inspiration for, for the name of this podcast. And Kyle, you want to kind of talk about where, where we got tending the garden, um, what it kind of means um, and just kind of like a broader approach to it.
1: Yeah. Um, I use the analogy a lot in my writing. I'm a writer. I love writing, but tending the garden was like something that. I think, I I mean, I probably read something similar somewhere else, and that's where the inspiration came from, but I noticed that there was no, like, to try to explain to somebody um, that they have to, you know, take ownership of their own mind, like, what does that even mean? Like, I have to understand my thoughts, like, our brains are very complicated, our thoughts are very complicated, I mean, we're complicated as humans, so I think one day I was writing, I think a poem or something about, about that concept. And I thought of tending a garden because tending a garden takes patience, time, I mean, compassion, because you're literally like taking care of like living things like these plants and these flowers and all that stuff. But the garden also has a mind of its own in a way because, you know, weeds will grow and like, that's just kind of the way that that all of that happens. But you know, it's our job. For, like, a real life garden to tend to it and take care of it and pull the weeds and water the flowers and keep everything, you know, like looking decent and like beautiful and all that kind of stuff. And that's how I see our minds. Like, our minds are the world that we live in because without them, there is no world, there is no life, there is no us. So, tending the garden is literally getting to know yourself and by taking care of yourself. 'Cause you by taking care of that garden that we call, you know, like your mind, you understand what the flowers are, you understand what the weeds are, or at least you can start to dig them up or, you know, plant new seeds is a is a whole other concept within that. When you learn new things. Like I think Bali was a huge thing for me, like we just talked about, where a bunch of new seeds were planted. But then it was my job afterwards to keep watering them in order for them to grow. Because if I just let them, you know, sit there, then nothing would happen. So it's my responsibility to tend the garden.
0: Yeah. And, and, and we kind of have fed off that idea and and kind of related um, our last couple of talks centered around, around tending the garden and just piggybacking off of what she said. It's just that patience and, and the time it takes to plant a seed in, and you don't this, the the fruit doesn't bear the day you plant it you it's planted and then it takes care and time to to cultivate that into a into a flower that's that's blooming and also backpacking off what you said about weeds it's it's you you didn't you didn't deliberately plant a weed it just sprouted and it's it's your job to tend to that and and first acknowledge that the weed weed is there. And then figuring out why it's there, how it came there and and how long it's been there, and then figuring out in how to de-root that weed so it's it's not in the garden anymore. And that's and that's kind of what we've used the analogy for with us. It's it's we have these feelings that are that are flowers and and we want to water them and, and make sure that they're as vibrant as they can be and and making sure that we are minimizing the weeds that are popping up in, in our garden and, and really taking the time and, and patience to 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 do that. And I think this environment that Carly and I have built with phone calls and and opening up about it. It's um, you learn more about yourself when, when you have to teach somebody. And I think that's, you always hear that like in education where if you, if you really know the subject, you'll, you should be able to teach someone else or tell someone else how to do this math problem. But when you just sit back, it's, yeah, you feel like you've got it, but it's that next step of, of vocalizing what you learned and, and helping someone else try to, to learn with you. And I think that's what, what opening up about your own garden or your own mind does is you learn really what's in there and, and why it's there and, and how you can water those flowers and, and deroot the weeds.
1: Yeah. They always say that, you know, teachers actually learn the most, like people who are, te- there's like three ways of learning. It's like, I can't remember the other two right now, but like the third one is like teaching, you know, you think teachers know everything, but they actually learn just as much as, you know, their students
0: do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's my, both my parents being, being educators, I talk, talk about a lot of um, just education topics with them. And, and that's what they talk about is, yeah, just kind of, you, you, you learn more from the kids than, than they learn almost. And, and that yeah. you learn, you learn through teaching, you find better ways to approach lessons and, and really connect with the kids. And I think that's translated in, into your own mind is when, when you try to internalize everything, you really don't understand what's there, or, or more importantly, why it's there. Um, you might you might know that this weed exists, or you know this flower exists, but it takes the the talking it through to really learn why and and where that root is coming from, so you can really start to deroot it and and, and kill the weed.
1: Yeah, I think another thing that just popped into my head about this is. That you you can do it alone, but you won't be as successful, in my opinion. Like, my one of my favorite quotes is, you can't read the label when you're inside the bottle. All of us are inside the bottle when we're faced with things that are, you know, difficult, challenging, that upset us. You know, even the things that make us happy. Like, we're kind of just focused, like, our tunnel vision is only on this one thing that's evoking such a strong... Uh, emotion and response from us, and it's helpful when you can have people around you or you know maybe like us I hope in the future that can offer some sort of outsider's perspective about something that you're going through
0: yes yeah and and we talk about perspective a lot when it comes to certain feelings and and what you're dealing with and you're and that's what you're very good at is is I'm struggling with this this feeling, but it's coming from this sole reason, but here's a different way to look at it and attack mm-hmm. it. And I think that's really what helps people where um, you might have a, a fear of, you might be an introvert and, and scared of, of going to talk to somebody, but that if you change the perspective on why you're scared or shift your mindset of you're not actually scared of going to talk to somebody it's it's some other reason that's mm-hmm. standing in the way and it's that sh- that 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 shift in mindset where it's like okay I can I can go talk to somebody now I can go reach out to somebody and yeah and kind of playing off that that perspective
1: right and I wouldn't say always that like if you feel something you don't always necessarily need to just like offer it to someone else like hey help me yes you are capable of helping yourself I think one of the biggest things that I can offer and I know this is something that I offered you that it still sticks with you today is to ask yourself why and like keep asking yourself why like okay I'm feeling this feeling like firstly accepting that you're feeling a certain way like I have social anxiety sometimes but nobody would ever know it and that's not because I'm good at hiding it. It's because I'm good at asking myself, okay, why are you scared? And is that really rational? And is that really going to serve you? Yes. Like, and, why, and then I just keep asking myself, why, why, why? Until it really doesn't matter anymore. Or I figured out my answer. And then I can face it head on and be like, you know what, that's great. And I accept that, but I'm going to do it anyway, because yes. this is my life and I get to choose.
0: Yes. And and I, and I like that a lot. And, and piggybacking off of kind of like, this is, is you can't objectively observe something if you don't um, acknowledge that it's that it's there. Right. And, and I think that's, yeah. And, and you can do that yourself Is you're acknowledging that this, this weed is there, if if that is greed or fear, or whatever these weeds may be, you, you can't objectively see this, this plant if you don't accept that it's there first. Right. And, exactly. And I think, yeah. And I think that's, that's what helped me a lot. And, and what you helped me is, is that why? And, and so you objectively see it and now you're like, wait, why is that plant there though? It's, it's, you're not in the feeling. You're 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 removed from the feeling, and then you can say, "Wait, why is it there though?" And 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 really, and the why question is is what gets you farther down the stem of the plant, and then down into the soil and, and into the roots. And the more you ask why, the more you can find that the root is is this problem, and it, it might be something totally different. And, and this anger, it's this this weed that's that's disguised as anger, really isn't anger. It's it's another surfaced. Or it's a, it's a rooted problem that that is expressed as anger, but but when you start asking, wait, why am I mad? Why am I angry? It's it's usually that root that's that's not anger. It's it's a different reason why this anger has sprouted. So yeah, and then you've always and when I need help, sometimes it's as simple as why. That's all you yeah. say is is why, and then there's nothing. There's no elaborate dialogue or, or texting or, or, yeah, or a phone call. It's, it's just why you're feeling it. And it's, I can kind of help myself where it's like,
1: yeah. okay. And sometimes you need that too. Like, it's not always easy to remember to ask yourself why. So if you can have people that will just give you that reminder and if nothing else, just like, that's all I do. Like, I have a lot of people come to me and ask, like, hey, can I talk to you about something? Like, I'm serious. Like, people at work come to me. Like, I work at a coffee bar and people will just come up to the coffee bar and I'm just sitting there and they're like, hey, can I talk to you about something? And or like on Instagram, people will just shoot me DMs and be like, hey, I kind of wanted to, you know, like ask you a question, but I'm nervous and I'm like, hey, go for it. Like I'm here to listen. But my the way that I always respond to those people is to ask them a question. I don't I don't ever approach those situations by reading their situation or reading, hearing their story and saying, oh I have the answer. Because I don't, my answer is to is to offer you a question or multiple questions that will help you find your answer.
0: Yes, and it's it kind of ties back into that that tweet I sent you a couple of days ago, where it's you, you're the best teachers are the ones that that send the student back to themselves. Yeah, um, and I think this ties into that, where it's the, the the best teachers are able to then say, you ask the question and they they go figure it out themselves, and then they understand themselves better. Um yeah. and I think and I think that's what this environment has really done is we've piggybacked off that where it's like we've been able to teach each other and and really it's it wasn't the other person that made us do something. It's they they made it, all they did was make us think differently or or think about it a little bit more and in a different way. And and it sent us back to ourselves and saying, Okay, now I, I I learned myself and I, I was able to do it myself. Um, yep. So I think, and that's that-
1: way more impactful and way more everlasting and powerful than just somebody giving you an answer that only is like maybe seventy percent like applicable to your actual problem.
0: Yeah, and I think that's why. Yeah, the asking questions approach is super powerful because it's it's objective and it's and it sends them back to back to themselves to then think think of things differently.
1: I think something as of lately that I've really come to feel strongly about is that there are a lot of people in this world that are telling people what to do, yeah. whether it's so direct or like indirect, it doesn't matter. Like uh, somebody was talking about Gary V the other day and I like Gary Vee. Like I don't really listen to him. I don't really put any energy towards that, but I know a lot of people do. And I hear some of the snippets of his videos and stuff. And I think what he has to say, like I think he's a pretty decently smart guy and there's nothing wrong with what he's doing. But him and a lot of other people just like preach almost. Yeah. Like and that's great because they've learned a lot and there there are nuggets of, you know, like valuable information within what they say. But even within that, like people don't ask themselves enough questions. So or like ask why do I believe what Gary Vee just said? I think that what I want to offer, you know, in the way that I lead my life and the people I interact with is to offer people more questions than I do with answers or sentences. Like there are so many people out there telling, 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 but there's not enough people asking.
0: Yes, yes. And I agree. And and, and that's, like we said, is, is the best educator, the best way to learn about yourself is, is ask better questions and, and question yeah. everything. I think those those two help you help you internally tend the garden and and really dig into why these are here, what they are, and, and objectively see them. So then you can um, attack them appropriately. Yeah, I think that's good for for the first podcast for Carly and I. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you took a lot out of it. We're trying to create this environment where it can be open and and not judged, and and you can you can talk about things with us that that you feel like you can't with anyone else. And and I'm lucky enough to have Carly in my life where, where I have that person. And and I figured out how valuable having that relationship with with Carly is and, and how much she's helped me in my life. So Carly and I want to open that up to to anyone out there that that feels like they don't have anyone to talk to or or want someone to talk to a certain problem with um, Carly and I are here for you and everything will be anonymous my my email is casey at meditacreative.com. You can also DM me, DM me at meditacreative or DM me at Casey Waters on on Instagram.
1: Yeah, vice versa. I mean, about all of the very nice things you said about me, I could say them about you. Yeah, like Casey said, like you can shoot me an email or DM me on Instagram. My email is carly, C-A-R-L-Y dot J dot Blanchett. B-L-A-N-C-H-E-T-T at gmail.com. I apologize in advance. My uh, Instagram handle is pretty complicated, so I'm just going to spell it. Uh, it's at S E A A Y E A R E E L W H
0: Y. Awesome. Um, yeah. So, so reach out to us, and and we're gonna do a thing for our next episode where Carly and I are gonna gonna dissect what our garden looks like, what what we're kind of working through now, and and so you can get a feel of we're all going through something. Um, me and Carly aren't here preaching, preaching, preaching. It's we're we're gonna grow with you and grow together, and and we can build this community that that feels like we're all in this together. That that we're all on this mission of bettering ourselves. So if if you want to submit um, something to us that'd be awesome. And we can, we can talk about it on our next podcast and, and keep it anonymous and just dissect that, what, what the problem, um, the person is going through and, and kind of give our insights or, or give you questions to think about, to send you back to yourself and, and try to look at things differently and grow. So we hope you enjoyed this first podcast of 10 in the garden and we're super excited to see where it goes. Um, and we appreciate all of you.